Hello. Hi, everybody. Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching video in the Words of Encouragement playlist for you. I'm coming to you from two realms, one in the natural. I'm sitting in my living room listening to the garbage trucks pick up our garbage. And I'm in the spiritual Garden of Eden for your spirit. Yes, we can be in two places at one time. I had to learn that years and years ago. If I was going to help you the Lord's way, I was called to a special and unique way. The way you might call it of the hidden realms. The realm where many of you and most of you, if not all of you, move. The realm of the spirit. That's right. I'm able to do what they call astral travel, astral projection by location. Having an out-of-body experience. Spirit travel. I didn't know I could do that, but I learned that I could. And I had been doing it most of my life, just like you. Our spirits move around out of our physical bodies. So you can be on the airplane and yet be in the Garden of Eden with me, learning. You can be in a hospital, in a coma. And yet your spirit can be with me in the Garden of Eden, learning and getting taught and loved on by a spiritual mother. So here in this word of encouragement, number 28, for the year 2023, we want to give Zoom Pro a big thank you. I'm recording through them. And I'm using a wonderful motion video by Pixabay. Now, I do not use a green screen behind me. So if I look fuzzy, my hair does strange things, or if I point my hand and it could disappear, it's because there's no green screen behind me. I tried them all, the big ones, the little ones, the homemade ones, the professional. It takes too much time. I like to just sit down, hook up my microphone, my camera, find me a wonderful motion video, and record. I have to get dressed up enough. So adding a few more things to my get ready list was just after a while I got tired. I used to stand up like I was in a classroom and pointed to a board, had an easel, looked down my hallway. Well, that was good for a while. Wrong kind of camera. Knees got tired. Then I decided I did some more studying and I sat down at my door to use the light and that was good but then I discovered the light from the cameras and a little book light that helped me and I had my easel behind me with flowers you'll see that on a lot of videos because I wasn't used to recording myself and looking in a camera and talking to you for many many videos all I did was record an audio and put pictures with it and sort of made a a, a movie out of it that was my early years. Now I'm comfortable with me and you talking to you over the camera, looking. And I'm okay with I'm fuzzy because it sure saves a lot of time. I'm going to try to record two videos this morning while the house is kind of quiet. 
Husband and dog have gone fishing. The sun is out. We are not under any kind of rain, thunderstorm yet. We have been in a deluge. We haven't had flooding yet. No cars going down my street. But just days of thunder, nights of thunder, rain. (sighs) Very stressful days. But right now, it's quiet and the sun is out. So I'm going to record. And I want to thank everybody who's subscribed to me, to the channel, watching the videos, making comments. You are all valuable and all loved with a copy love. Thank you. We here at Agape Love is here. It's a global spiritual teaching ministry, especially the board of directors. They are very happy to have you a part of our family and learning and growing. All right. Let's open up with a quick prayer and then we'll get started with your teaching. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of those who have come today to this word of encouragement here on Agape Love's ministry, the Hidden Kingdoms channel on YouTube. We thank you for those who are out on LinkedIn and Twitter and who come to the website and who listen on the blog talk radio when I'm on it for the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for all the connections. But most of all, thank you that you love us so much that you will send us out. You will send so many people out into the world of darkness, the world of fear of death and hopelessness, out in the world of drugs and alcohol and mental health and illnesses and diseases to reach them. Father, help them to hear you and to see you in these videos. A father who loves them and desires to be with them now and in eternity. Father, fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. Give them a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision, that their spirits may come up out of their soul, the miry clay, and your light can shine on it and teach it, train it, love it, comfort it, free of the flesh and its lust. Father, thank you for being with us now on this word of encouragement video entitled, Who is Your Strength? Father, Help us through your Holy Spirit, our teacher. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. The title of this word of encouragement is, Who is your strength? Some people would say, What is your strength? Like, oh, my strong arm is my strength. My own wits and knowledge. Mm-hmm. The money I have is my strength. My good looks is my strength. My ancestors are my strength. But I'm asking you, who, not a what, is your strength? Well, what strength am I talking about? I'm talking about your spiritual strength in of and in your spirit, your forever person, 
Remember, I believe you're three parts. You're three in one. You're a spirit inside of a soul. That mental part of you. Which are both inside a physical dirt body. That's made up of humus dirt from the earth. Some people say the earth is stardust. It doesn't matter. There's still a soul in there. In the biological brain. Freud called it the subconscious. And then there's the unconscious. The spirit. The forever person. That one of you. That upon death leaves. That one that leaves your body. In times of fear and distress. That one. That upon your death. Go somewhere. Hopefully. You will go into the kingdom I'm a part of. Heaven. Up. And not down. Where is down? Below the earth. Under the earth. And fire. Brimstone. Darkness. Caverns. Torment. They call it hell. Don't want you going there. So in this word of encouragement, we're going to go to the authorized King James Bible. And we're going to go to Psalms 18, 1 through 3. Psalms is a wonderful book written mostly by King David, the second king of ancient Israel. He was a songwriter. He had been a shepherd, used to stay out all night with his father's sheep, watching and guarding someone else's property, caring for them, fighting off lions and bears and tigers, the night creatures, robbers who tried to steal the precious little baby lambs or the adult ones. He was a fighter with a slingshot. He was always looking up to the stars, hearing God's voice. He had heard about this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was looking with him. He communed with him. He could hear him. Talked with him. When he was by himself out with the sheep. And when he became king of Israel, the second one, he would sing a lot of songs, poems. And we're going to read one of them. Psalms 18, 1 through 3. To get our answer. Of who is your strength? Verse number one. I, King David, will love you, O Lord, with my whole spirit and soul. Who is my spiritual strength? Right there in verse one, David is telling us his heart. He was going after the same thoughts and hearts. Following, going after this God, this Lord of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, I will love you with my whole spirit. How does your spirit love? What does that mean? My spirit will love you. Well, in other videos, we're going to learn. How does your soul love God? But he is just making a statement. I will love you with my whole spirit and soul. And you, O Lord, the word Lord means owner, are my strength. Strength of what? 
strength of my thoughts, my determination, my will, my physical body, the strength of my hope, the strength of my physical arm when I need to throw a slingshot. You are my strength when I am weak in my heart. When I'm fearful, when I'm being attacked, when I'm out here alone and not a part of my family, you are my strength. It means the one he leans to, looks to, calls out to for help for any situation. King David called on a God, not a prophet, not a teacher. Not his father, not his ancestors, but this God of Moses, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, early Israel. He'd heard the stories of getting freedom from Egypt. He had heard them through his father. They had been passed down through his ancestors to him. Even though he was out in the fields by himself. And he really wasn't considered one of the boys of the family. But God was working with David to use him later when he grew. Sometimes you have to spend many years alone with God. Without your family. By yourself. Talking to no one. Guarding and watching someone else's property. I did that, caring for his broken people and mental health counseling. When you care for animals, your brothers or sisters, maybe your sick aunts or uncles or grandmothers, when you care for somebody else, God will start talking to you because love is at work. And that is the atmosphere of God. A lot of times you have to be alone. Reading, pondering, maybe in your dreams, where God can have your undivided attention before he can speak. He might speak through the stars, the wind. He might speak through you, through animals, nature, if you're listening. Verse 2. King David continues to talk to us. The Lord, the God of Israel, of King David, of the Holy Bible, is my rock and my spiritual fortress and my spiritual deliverer. Powerful words. As a master teacher of spiritual things, we go slow. The word Lord means owner, master, rightful ruler over everything. The God of Israel, what does the word God mean? Eternal being, uncreative, always existent, eternal. Israel at that time was a small country. It was one individual who got his name changed. 
The word Israel means prince. God was speaking to us. He said, I am the God of the prince. Israel represented all of humanity. God took one person and started working and speaking into humanity. What he always desired for us to be in our identity, our nature, our character, and was giving us purpose. You must know you're a prince until you become a king. King David went on and said, you are my rock. I can get on top of you. I can see far away. You're strong. You are never broken. You don't move. You're eternal. I can count on you. And you're my spiritual fortress. You're my defense. I can run into you. I can hide in you. I can be safe. I can trust you. And you're my spiritual deliverer. Means you will fight for me. If I get caught by the enemy. And we read a lot about that. In the Old Testament. The flesh was showing us shadows of the spirit. What was happening. In the spirit realm was being played out. In the world. In the world of the natural flesh. Humanity. The prince. Israel would get captured. David's relatives would get captured. And they would need a deliverer. So King David is saying, you're going to deliver me spiritually. You're going to deliver my soul from hopelessness. You're going to deliver me from weakness. You're going to help me to have confidence. Even during the hardest days. And if I need strength to die. As a martyr, you will give it to me. And I will not be dissatisfied. David goes on and says, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. In my spirit and with my spirit. And in and with my soul. He is saying because this God that he had heard about as a child that he had talked to when he was alone out with the sheep who had placed him as the king of Israel who had anointed him as a teenager to be king. See, your anointing to be king comes before you become king. Why was David chosen and not his other brothers? Because God told a prophet, Samuel, that young man who I've been talking to, working with, communing with out in the fields with the sheep. He goes after my own heart. He's after my ways. He thinks like I do. He wants what I want. He doesn't know how to get it yet. He's a young one. But his heart is righteous before me when we're alone. Can God say that about you? Did you have a heart for him? Did you go after him? That you're following his ways? That's what David did. 
and God chose him to be the next king after King Saul. Young teenager, don't you ever despise a young child or teenager or even one in the womb. They're chosen like David to be a prince and then a king on earth. Their spirit is to rule and reign for the kingdom of heaven, but it has to learn and grow if you will allow it to live. There's an enemy of us. He's killing us through others, through bombs, through war, through sickness. But you know that because humanity killed an individual, the very first couple of kids, Cain and Abel, Cain was jealous because Abel's sacrifice of a little sheep was accepted by God. They had been kicked out. These two boys, Cain and Abel, had been born outside of the Garden of Eden because their mama and their papa, Adam and woman, disobeyed a direct order. Well, Cain was jealous of Abel and his sacrifice because God accepted Abel's. So Cain was sneaky. He convinced Abel to come out in the fields and, well, we'll just have a talk. Meet me out there by that rock. And he killed him with a rock. And Abel's blood was spilt on the earth and the earth's voice rose up against Cain and said, you are now cursed from the earth because you spilt blood on it. You know why there's so much weather and climate issues? The earth is fighting back against us. We are bloody people. We kill and murder our own babies and animals and each other. Blood is spilt on this precious, precious earth. The plants, the weather, the nature is against us. Because of our evil, murderous, wicked hearts, our jealousy and lust for something that's not ours. But yet we don't want to do right. Cain did not want to bring a proper offering to his God like Abel did. He brought an offering of fruits and grains of his work of his own hands. He did learn from his mom and daddy that it took a little living creature that God himself sacrificed when Adam and woman sinned. He killed it. He put the skin of that animal on Adam and woman. She was not named Eve at the time. Eve means the mother of all living. The only thing alive was flesh now. And it was kicked out of the spiritual garden of Eden. And Adam and woman wore animal skins. Their light of spiritual righteousness was gone. Humiliation had set in embarrassment. And God covered their naked bodies with an animal. So Abel knew the correct sacrifice was an animal. And he did it. And it was accepted as an offering of love and peace. Abel hoped to get back into the garden one day. Cain brought fruits, grains that he had grown and tilled the ground. God did not accept it. And that made Cain 
be the eye of jealousy. And that made Abel accepted and Cain rejected. And Cain wasn't going to deal with that. He was so jealous and angry at his brother. He tricked him and deceived him to talk to him. Killed him with a rock. And the earth responded. You can read about that in Genesis. The earth rose up and said, From this day forward you are cursed from the earth. The earth will not bring forth its blessing, its bud, its fruit, its clean water, its nature, its natural, its beauty to you, Cain. You are cursed. A lot of our ancestors knew to go and sacrifice to help bring rain. They believed in nature. But all that went away. The age of reasoning came. Science and mathematics. Humanity got away from the realm of the spirit. The realm of supernatural things. Some of us haven't. But most of us have. And our hearts are evil and wicked. So King David is telling us. I've got somebody who's going to protect me. It's a bad world out there. Bad people. i got to run in my mind and my spirit to God. He's my deliverer. He's going to fight for me spiritually. He's going to help me with the weather. When I throw a rock at an enemy, he will make sure it gets to its mark. My spirit and my soul. The soul was the helpmate that was come along with the spirit. The spirit does not interact most of the time in the world of the flesh, the natural. It relays its information and its authority through the soul. And the soul speaks out through the physical body. So he was saying all of me, all my three parts, spirit, soul, and physical body. We're going to look to you, God, the God of ancient Israel. He, the Lord, the God of Israel, King David says, he's my buckler, that which holds me together, keeps my shoes on my feet, makes sure that I'm all put together. Everything's in place, solid, locked down. And you're the horn, the instrument of my victory that I will shout through. You are my high tower, my place of authority and dominion. David knew who this God of Israel was to him. He knew it as a young boy. He had these thoughts about him. He had had uh, interactions with him out in the field. With the sheep. Most of us have had that as children. But we don't recognize it. We have no teacher in our life to talk to us. About our dreams. Our childhood. When you get abused. And you leave your body. Oh yes you do as a child. You may not know it. Even an infant. Can leave their body. That high tower. That God has a gift inside of you. To protect you. He's not going to leave us alone down here. You may not know it. Most abused people don't. 
Oh, you form multiple personalities. You disassociate. That's a gift from God. He's a multiple. He's a multiple personality. He is whatever he needs to be. He's a high tower. He's a deliverer, a buckler, strong tower. He's a horn of victory. He has a voice. He speaks. He raises the encouragement of people. You'll see that in many wars. When horns and bugles are blown to rally the troops, it's a signal. And people rise up as mighty warriors. He was David's place of authority and dominion, his high tower. This God of David could see far off. He knew the enemy. Sometimes we need to run to him and let him do our battles for us. Sometimes he he will go ahead of us if he's your king. Ancient Israel didn't want this God of Israel anymore. They wanted an earthly king, one they could see in the natural. They didn't want this invisible God to fight their battles for them like David did. They didn't want him to be their judge of their behaviors, their attitudes of what they did in daily life or their or their nation. They wanted something else, an earthly king. And they rejected this God. Yeah. Oh, it hurt and grieved Samuel deeply. And Samuel was told, you go tell them what kind of earthly king they're going to have. Give them the rules. And no, Israel's leaders still wanted an earthly king. You see it now. We have presidents, prime ministers, politicians. Those are all just replacements for the invisible God of ancient Israel. That's all. It's not the kingdom of heaven's government. He's not the boss. He doesn't rule. Other governments, other things do. Verse number three. I, King David, and hopefully you also, will spiritually and from your soul call out to, call upon this Lord. Of ancient Israel. This Lord. This owner. This God. Of King David. Who is worthy. To be praised. Thanked. Thought of with gratitude. Given glory to. So shall. I. King David is saying. Be saved. From my spiritual enemies. Who is your strength? King David told us his. My strength is the same as King David. The God of Israel. The unseen God. The Lord. He's my deliverer. My strong tower. My buckler. He'll do battle for me. We've taken counsel together. He gives me. Angels to help me. You know, I have 13 around me right now. The main one is Samuel. I do not talk to them. They are there to protect me spiritually. I know them. They know me. They are my bodyguards. You go watch some bodyguard movies. Sometimes I'm like a special ops. I'm highly trained. 
to go into the darkness. I'll take light and go. I'm like Morpheus, the god of dreams, going into a matrix where you are, where your mind is locked up, controlled by others, machines maybe, codes. And David knew that, that wherever he went and was sent, this God was with him. This God was his strength. And when he would get tired and began chaste and fearful God would help him would hide him I've been hidden in my own bedroom one night I'm laying with my husband yes I am married been almost 40 something years I'm laying in bed and I see Satan himself the king of the kingdom of darkness who used to be Lucifer spiritually Walking down my hallway, coming into my bedroom, looking for me. Ooh, it was going to be some a mess. And I saw it, and all Samuel did was take his mighty wings. Covered me with his wings. I disappeared spiritually under a cloak of invisibility. Saw that one in Harry Potter movies. Oh, he was in the room. My physical body was there. Husband was there, but spiritually, I was hidden. My angel, my protector, my bodyguard hid me under his wings, spiritually. I've had to go, I've been to Satan's spiritual inner court meetings, the international brotherhood, the kings and queens of the world that would bring forth the Antichrist, the beast and the false prophet. I've been to their meetings. Like a fly on the wall. I've been to their satanic praise and worship services. I've been to their dreams. God and I had a plan. And we are working it out. I go behind enemy lines. Mighty warrior. Just like David. I needed help. I needed protection. I needed Wisdom. I needed the Lord God of ancient Israel with me. I had to partner with him. I had to make him my king. My judge. He judges me. My attitude. My soul. Everything. He judges what I eat. He wants me to stay healthy. So I can stay down here. Helping him. When I would get in trouble. He would deliver me. He would tell me. It's going to be okay. There's some great stories. I'm working on one right now called It's Time. You'll hear about much of this. So David is telling us who is your strength, not a what. Don't look to your natural body to be your strength or your own wisdom or your ancestors or any schemes or devices you can create david is saying for my spirit and my soul there's only one the lord god of israel that's it so we learn from david who david's strength is so my question to you who is your strength are you calling on a prophet a denomination 
a country, a prime minister, a president, a congress? Are you calling on the law of your land? Are you using the policeman? Who's your strength in times of trouble? Who's with you at the point of death? Who's with you at the point of birth? Who's with you when the enemy's coming in your dreams? Who's with you and giving you ways of escape when you're being abused? David knew it was the Lord, the God of Israel. So you think about it. He can become yours too. If you don't know that and don't know him, that is no problem. We can introduce you to him right now, here, today. He's waiting to meet you and help you if you'll let him. Oh, you'll have to turn from a lot of other things and people, systems that you have been trusting in. Maybe you trust in a in luck or fate. Or you wish upon a star. You pray to your ancestors. Or you look for your happiness at your idol. Or you look to music to bring peace. David said, I look to the Lord God of my fathers of ancient Israel to be my Lord, my God, my deliverer, my strong tower, my buckler. He's my, he's my king and Lord. And he is worthy of my praise and worship. And he will save me. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, all those who watch today, let them realize that maybe they have been looking to other things, other people, other who's for their strength. Help them to see and desire the God of King David and Pastor Deborah to be their strength, to help them, even though they cannot see him with his natural eyes. Help them back in that relationship with you. Help them to see that you always wanted to be their judge of their behaviors, their righteousness, and fight for them in the courtroom of the universe against their enemy. That you want to help them and heal them and deliver them and fight for them if they will let you. Father, help them to have the heart of King David that they can go after you, love you, and get to know you. It's not only king and lord and owner and buckler and deliver, but his father. And that they are your child in the kingdom of heaven. Help them, Father. Be about your work of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. And give them a Hebrews 4.12. Bring their spirit up so your light of truth can shine on it and they can feed on your love and light and come to know that you are their strength as King David knew in the name of Christ Jesus amen okay I'll see you on the next word of encouragement should be number 29 see you then bye bye <music>